Hello, and welcome to the Two Tongues Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Chris here. That's your other host. <laughs> How you guys doing? What's up, guys? How are you doing? I'm um, doing well. I'm um, drinking a, a martini. Just lifting the third veil. This is bullshit. We we hung out before, so this is like kind of awkward, but you know. It's not we gotta, real. It's we got to kick it in. We, you know, we got to get it going somehow. It's not genuine, but nobody was <laughs> onto it. Until you pointed it out. Well, you know, I was on to it, so. All right, so guys, this is the kind of podcast it's going to be. Um, I really liked listening to Kyle's solo podcast uh, a few weeks back when he did current events. And um, I wasn't sure how that was going to go, uh, but just going through the Reddit news feed and talking um, about, the, about the stories, some of which he read, some of which he didn't. Um, but I thought it was funny because that's what people like to hear, man, when you're... Uh, when you're having an actual conversation with people, which doesn't happen enough these days anymore, when you're having a conversation with people, you don't want to hear uh, them parrot the news. You want to hear what they think about it. Yeah. And that's what you were doing. Yeah, just kind of, I mean, you know, especially I, I liked doing the ones where, and this is just going to make me seem lazy, but I like doing the ones where I didn't even read the article. I just like, let's see what the headlines are pointing us towards, you know? Um, I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much value there is. And I, sometimes I do feel like I, I'm just doing it because I don't want to read the entire article. Um, but you, I, I read some articles in that episode. So Yeah, you did. Yeah, do, like do, you, do you ever feel few. like, you know how some people say that the, um, you know, the titles of these articles are supposed to, um, you know, clickbait. It's supposed to be attention grabbing. It's yeah. supposed to give you a reason to, to click on it. And you never know if what you read in that article is really going to be what it's promised to be based on the headlines. Sure. And it, it almost seems like if you just read the headlines, that, that the news uh, that you get from that is probably significantly different than if you actually read the articles and figured out what was really going on. True, true. Uh, especially with the Reddit thing, because a lot of this is um, just normal people kind of they're posting to Reddit and they write the title. So it's not mm. even, you know, not that journalists have that much journalistic integrity anyways, but um, it's just normal Joes. Yeah. Normal Redditors. Yeah. So yep. that's the worst kind of person to Redditors. So. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really, see, Chris doesn't really do the Reddit. He does, you're not much of a social media guy. No, I tell you what, you I have. Spread your wings on the social media. I had a, I had a buddy that I, I worked with that sat right next to me. Um, and I, if I could shout him out, I would, but a good guy. But he was, um, you know, while we were at working, um, and, and we're, you know, on our w website of choice while we're, during our downtime while we're just oh. fucking off, he was always on Reddit. Okay, and I, he, I'm like, what? What is it, man? You know, he's like trying to explain to me what it is. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. So I actually tried, you know, to check it out, like any red-blooded American. I was curious, and what I found was it was very difficult to navigate. I didn't know where to go or or what I was looking for. Yeah. So I lost interest in it right away. You're a boomer. <laughs> you're basically you're a boomer. <laughs> I need training. Oh man. You know, I uh, I've always been interested in the social media things and wanted to try the new ones. And I mean, I was way behind on a lot of them, like Reddit. I didn't start doing Reddit until like three years ago. And mm. I mean, you know, Reddit's been around for a long time. But I mean, so have you been like paying paying attention to the news this week? Yeah, I've been paying attention. Um, I mean, I don't know. What, I haven't really. I mean, I you know what. Well, 
not as I mean I have, but not like a not like super close, you know. So so th- these are my news habits, Kyle. Um, I used to like a lot of people. I was getting my news from what people were sharing on social media. Sure, um, that's a dangerous way to get your news, <laughs> depending well, on who you your know, friend. Group yeah, well, is. yeah, but I had I had a diverse friend group, so I was getting all a lot kinds of, Q of stuff. Shit, a lot of Q and on, a lot of Q and on. Yeah, um, but so <laughs> some of that. Um, but so I love it. So anyway, I kind of I kind of bailed out of social media uh, going on two months ago. And so I found it was hard for me to figure out where to get news from because I'm, I wasn't visiting the places I used to get it from. Sure. So what I started doing was I was I was going to um, very conservative um, places online, such as reading the top stories like um, OAN and Newsmax and gotcha. so, some okay, of those okay. some of those Fox and some of those places. Yep. Um, and then also going to um, mainstream media, and then just reading the headlines. I wasn't clicking on any articles. I wasn't trying to give anybody any uh, any income from from my clicks. I just sure. sort of scanned through the titles, perusing, so that I could see what I was being told by both sides. Yep. So that's my strategy. Yeah. My, I, when I did this on that solo episode, I noticed that it was almost all liberal sources, like everything, and that I don't think that was by any design of my own. You know. So I mean, it just must be what Reddit's pushing. Well, I mean, just the sheer. The, I mean, if you just just by percentages, the articles that are out there that are coming from, uh, from at, le- at least in the, at least in the relatively mainstream, it's mostly liberal anyway. So that doesn't yeah. surprise me. That's true. So, I mean, did you have anything? Uh, you just want to scroll? Well, yeah, I think we should. I think we should do that. Scroll so we, through the the news tab. Yeah, we're gonna. Yep, right. and we'll talk about it. Um, before we do that, though. Um, uh, did you? Uh, one of the things that I that I wanted to talk about was listening to your uh, your last solo, the pod, solo podcast, cast. and we were the start will to power hour. You got it. Um, what was that one called? Uh, I know the pieces fit. Was the that's name of the oh, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So that was an interesting uh, sojourn for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know the quality of the audio uh, <laughs> during great. during the music part could have left something to to yeah, yeah. be desired, uh, but I really liked it. I liked the breakdown, I liked the analysis, I liked the talking through the lyrics and some yeah. of the some of the intricacies about the music that I wouldn't have picked up because I don't know as much about music as you do. Um, you know the timing and all the timing changes mm-hmm. and how complicated that is. Yeah. If I'm just listening to it, I'm not necessarily picking up on that. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked the content a lot anyways. I, you know, yeah. every time every time I listen to my solo podcast, I am just, you know, go through it with a very critical eye. So, you know. Yeah, well, don't be too hard on yourself. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Good, I'm glad. Um, I, I, I thought it was interesting, too. That's why I, I wanted to do it. I love Tool. Um, I love progressive music. And I love... You know, like I was like I was talking about in that solo podcast, the stuff that the songs are about. I mean, it's like very interesting. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I, on the way here, I was listening to the song Numa, and you should listen to that. You should at least read the lyrics of that song. It's like. Well, I, I like. I mean, I don't know what you're getting at, but when you say Numa, it reminds me of the word Numana or Numinous, which mm-hmm. which means. You know, uh, something of from the heavens or something like that. So, something yeah, ethereal. I guess it means something, in, something to do with breath, but in oh, yes, a spiritual yes. context, it's like soul. Yeah, your, you got you know, it. You got it because like your a spirit. Because a like an like an air powered tool is a pneumatic. Yeah. Same same word. Yeah. Um. But in, in any case, when I was listening to that 
your solo, uh, by the way, um, not 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 the lyrics to Schism, although I really I like that, and obviously I knew that song just from growing up when we grew up. Yeah. Um, the the, second, the second the second song you talked about, uh, what was the title of that one? Lateralis. Lateralis. I knew that one as well. Yeah. Um, but not as well, and wasn't familiar with the lyrics. And right at the end of your description of that song, I was like, oh man, I was like, I got to get some tool in my life. Oh yeah, dude. Then then my you know mission accomplished on my part. I hope I hope that uh, you, some other listeners had that same uh, had that same feeling. But while I was listening to that, there was moments where I wanted. I wish I was on that podcast with you yeah. because I had some shit to say. Sure. I had some questions to ask. I, I had a feeling you might, um, just like the subject matter. I thought that you might have something to say about some of it. Absolutely. Uh, and I wish I was better prepared with notes about that, but you brought up two things. Um, and I want to ask, maybe you can refresh my memory, but you talked about, uh, the mandala and, and squaring the circle. Yeah. During that, that was on a uh, uh, schism. schism. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's, let's recap. You, what was the context? Did of you by any chance go back and like actually listen to those songs? I didn't No, you Not should, yet. Man. I, I'm, I'm planning on and it. And you should, um, for schism, it, I mean, I recommend listening to it without watching the video and then watching the music video or the other way around because they're both a lot to take in. Yep. Um, and, but the music video is more where the squaring of the circle and the, that's where it came in for me. That's how I found out about it yeah. anyways. So, so I, well, I'm, I'm just going off memory now and I've had some alcohol. So, um, so I remember you were, you were talking about squaring off in the lyric and I can't remember if that was it, it connected to the squaring of the circle or, mm -hmm. or what the context was. Do you remember? Yeah, it was, um, Oh man, I, I it's. I'm like asking going, you for lyrics off the top of your head. Yeah, it's like it slipped too. I I just had it all like I could a couple of days ago. I could have just rattled it off to you, but I've already purged oh, it. Yeah. You know, no, I understand. Well, there was a um, uh, there was a quote that you read um mm -hmm. when you were talking about the mandala um, which was one of the same passages that when I went back to my my young notes um about mandalas, I found that passage and I oh, yeah. I didn't even realize nice. that it was the same one that you uh that you quoted. Until I listened to it the second time, and then I was like, "Oh, oh you listened to it twice." I listened to it Sweet. twice. Well, I listened to it once before it was uh, posted. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, um, in that in that quote that you read, he he talked about the mandala being um, maybe the maybe one of the most important archetypes um, because it 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 might be the archetype of wholeness. Okay, Do you remember remember that yeah, part? Yeah. And uh, and your interpretation of that was. Um, becoming whole as a person, like some like self actualization or something like that. Sure. And uh, I, and that that's not. I don't think exactly what. That's not the complete way of understanding it. There's something sure. there's something missing there. Um, when he talks about um, wholeness, uh, what Carl Jung is talking about is um, the symbol that represents the beginning of everything. The beginning of of everything. Okay. Um, so that that's the um, in the mandala image, it's the snake. It's the uh, what's called the Ouroboros. Have you ever mm -hmm. heard that word? Snake eating its own uh, tail. Snake eating its own yeah. tail. So yeah, so that that image is supposed to represent infinity. There's no beginning and there's no end. It's just it's the it's the self created thing that that has no beginning or no end. Mm -hmm. And and in uh, Carl Jung's writings, that that is um, the unconscious. Got it. And. Uh, and the mandala image, the squares and the circles, that's supposed to; those are supposed to be blocking out the chaos 
in order to contain the order in within it. Okay. Um, and then in the center of the mandala, especially in the religious ones, if you look at the ones from Buddhism and Hinduism, well, and Buddhism in particular, the, in the center of the mandala is is uh, the Buddha. Okay. Um, or the Bodhisattva or, or whatever it is. So you're supposed to be meditating on that, and it's supposed to be something you're focusing on, like kind of like a uh, like a mantra or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's an image in this case that you're focusing on. Um, and the goal of that, and let me read this to you. This is from uh, Carl Jung talking about uh, the mandala in, Hin- in Hinduism, which is where it, which is where it originated, where Buddhism took it from. He says the goal of contemplating the process depicted in the mandala is that the yogi shall become inwardly aware of the deity. Through contemplation, he recognizes himself as God again and thus returns from the illusion of individual existence into the universal totality of the divine state. Unquote. Will you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, mandalas, man. I, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't really do any kind of a, like a deep dive on them. Mm-hmm. I knew vaguely what they were. Uh, but the, you know that's that's some pretty interesting stuff for sure. Well, leave it up to me to take something that you brought up and to just on a whim to co- just like and just to reverse engineer that into into a way of talking about being uh, everything being God. Yeah, well, that's kind of right there in line with that that podcast in general. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, enough of that. We can get bonus. Let's get into the news. All right, let's uh, jump into it. All right, what do you got for me, buddy? Um, well, I just wanted to uh, point out. A story before we start scrolling through it. Um, I'm sorry, I thought. All right, here we go. Uh, Jessica Walter from Arrested Development died. And I just, uh, I think we should start by talking about how awesome the show Arrested Development was. Yes. And how awesome she was in that show. Lucille was hilarious. Yeah, yes. Um, just a little pop culture news. So I, yeah, so I did hear that. That is sad. Um, you know, I didn't know her. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not one of those people that pretends to be upset about oh, no. things, but no, no, <laughs> you know, I hate that. I mean, you know, I don't hate it, but it's like, you don't have better things to be upset about. Right. Oh yeah. You're like been out of shape about celebrities dying, but whatever. Yep. So, all right, next story. Well, hold on. Let's talk about her for a little oh, bit right. more. Let's all talk right. about Absolutely. Her. Is, is she... Archer's mom from Archer. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So that's even that's even more sad to me because the rest of development's kind of done, right? And you know, and, and is is why Archer still going? I that's a good question. Maybe not. It might not be, but I I really don't know. It, it very well could be. Both, um, both very good shows. Yeah, absolutely. She was also in a Clint Eastwood movie called Play Misty for Me that my grandparents loved. So. Oh, when she was young. Yeah, smoking hot. I bet probably. She's an attractive lady. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, I guess we can move on to the next one. All right. Here we go. The Reddit news tab, politics department. Oh boy. First story, let's just read the first one. Biden says just department is taking a look at Georgia elections law. So what is this about? Well, I wish I could tell you. I know that they've been um they've been uh, you know talking about changing the voting laws ever since this last election and all the tomfoolery that was uh, accused publicly mm-hmm. um, some of the states were obviously uh, considering making changes to those laws most of that to me sounded like it was 
those changes were were going to make voting easier were designed to protect uh, voting rights so that it would so that it will be easier for people to do, which is really a, a very gray area. It, it, I mean, to me, that that's not a fair thing to say straightforwardly. Like it's like it means one thing. It doesn't mean one thing. To make voting easier means yes, you're you're you know potentially making it easier for people to exercise their constitutional right, but you're also making it easier for people to fucking cheat, yeah, and vote more than once or vote when they're not supposed to or or when they're not when they're not a citizen or whatever it might be. Yeah. I'm not a fan of voting. Um, so the, the more people we can get, we can draw down on the voting is fine with me. Uh, the less people, the less amount of, you know, I, I don't know, people who don't care and aren't interested in, in my life or the facts of anything, uh, the, the less of those people who are making decisions about my life, the better, I think. But, yeah. You know, I don't know. That's like a that's like taboo. You can't say that you don't think people should be voting. Well, well, you know, let, let me ask you this, man. I uh, I kind of agree with you. I, I think that um, you know you've you've met enough people in your life to know the percentage of them that uh, either aren't really capable of making a uh, informed decision of that magnitude or are way too lazy to ever put the time in. You know, that's a such just just such a vast percentage of the people. I don't want to put my uh, the, the you know the decisions that affect my children's future and the way we're going to live in the hands of those sorts of people. Yeah. And that's what we do in a democracy. Yeah. Um, I had another part to that that now I can't think of. Uh, well, hell. I just don't. I mean, I just don't understand why the way that people live in California should have anything to do with how I live my life here. You know, like, it, just because they have a ton of people, you know, there's a ton of people who live in California, and, and I mean, I know we don't have pure democracy, but give it a, you know, give it a couple years, and maybe we fucking will have pure democracy. Mm. It seems like, yeah. you know, uh, the people who are on the left seem to be pushing for crazy shit like that, so, you know, you know, getting rid of the electoral college, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of any of that stuff, but I just like no thank you to the pure democracy. Hmm. Next one, are we gonna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. All right. So Biden would beat Trump again if they both run in 2024. Poll suggests this hmm. is from the Independent over there across the pond. Um, I think the independent, the independent is from England. If it's not, whatever. Yep. Who gives I, a shit? I, yeah, I haven't the slightest idea. Me neither. Um, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, I'm, you know, let's put on my conspiracy theorist hat here. I'm not 100% sure that Joe Biden beat him this time. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that he definitely stole it. I don't know. I have no idea what happened because they won't. They won't let us look into it. Sure. Yeah, yeah I feel the same way. So, yeah, I, that's I, how. I think the only reason you kibosh an investigation is if you don't want an investigation. And why do you not want an investigation if there's nothing to hide? Because you're a dirty rat. I'm not. I mean, no, inve- I know. Yeah. You know, an investigation of any sort is bad news for yeah. for a politician. Sure. You never know what's going to come out of there. I mean, I don't. These people. I mean, I. The idea that anybody is, like, in a world where maybe we've moved past COVID, 
the idea that somebody thinks Joe Biden is going to beat Donald Trump is just it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I, I didn't think if this was a normal election without all this COVID shit that. You know, I'm just going to – I think was blown out of proportion on purpose, to be perfectly frank with you. Yeah. Um, without this, I don't think Joe Biden beats Donald Trump. No, I, I mean – No, I agree with you 100 percent. Without without COVID, uh, Biden loses terribly. The wind blew that dude up the stairs of his plane the other day. I saw that. I, saw <laughs> I mean, that. you know, like he's not impressive at all. And Donald Trump is not – like intellectually impressive like he's not going to get out there on the debate stage and like blow me away like no. Ron Paul you no know? of course not but he's funny and I bet you he would steamroll Joe Biden absolutely like he did in that one debate yeah I mean remember. you know that debate I, was hilarious I, I didn't think it was as bad as everyone said it was everyone's like he's such a bully I mean Joe Biden told them to shut up in that debate yeah he did I don't think I don't think come Trump on, said anything man. like that yeah come on man so that's a story Michigan GOP chair seen on video calling states. Oh, I just clicked on it. Calling states female leaders witches and joking about assassinating Republicans who voted for Trump impeachment. All right, so that's an article that's telling us that we should think badly about a gentleman who. What? Michigan GOP. I mean, he said that the female leaders were witches. He said they so were witches. Okay. He's, he's right. anti-feminist. That's that's newsworthy. That story. I mean, it okay. seems like some silly bullshit to me. Yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Biden signals waning taste for bipartisanship amid GOP blowback. So. He doesn't want to work with the Republicans anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like <laughs> anymore, huh? I guess. Yeah. Oh God. Um, hey, I, I know we're reading the news, but uh, this may not may or may, may or may not come up. But um, I was uh, searching through the TV a minute ago um, before you got here, actually, and there was a banner at the top of the. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's my like um, like like the Samsung TVs have like a like a Samsung um, pr- programming that's yeah. that I get. So it's like anyway, I don't know if it was that banner or if it was the banner on my on my fire stick or whatever it was, but it, it was uh, like, like I was telling you about that public service announcement that I saw about the, um, about the racism towards Asians that we're hearing yeah, about yeah. now. And it was a banner that said something like stop Asian hate now or something like that. Yeah. I've seen some shit like that since we talked about it too. I am absolutely baffled by this. I mean, you haven't seen all the the Asian lynchings and stuff that have been going on, dude. Not, not a single one. What? What are you talking about? It's, it's like all over the place. I I've never heard the, like the the last time the last time that I can rem- like there's two things in my mind that stand out about racism towards Asians. One of them goes back to Vietnam. Yeah. And the other one goes back to the Chinese building the railroads. Yeah. In, out west. Um because they were basically they were basically you know, slave labor. Yeah. Um and they you know so there were two times in history when I remember there being legitimate racism towards Asians. Apart from that, we have legitimate racism towards Asians right now, right now. And what? Well, affirmative I mean, action. In this, in this, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, on the same end as as you and I. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it affects us too, but it also affects Asians. Yeah. I mean, but that's not the racism they want you to be mad about. They want you to be mad about these Asian lynchings that I'm talking about. Um, I mean, they're the the ones that are not happening. So, like, what is there to be upset about? Like, that people people treat people shitty regardless of how what what color their skin is. People are dicks sometimes, you know. But I, but why the pivot? 
why the pivot from from the the black and white thing, which they which the media has been harping on for sure. the last two years? Um, why why the pivot to Asians right now? I, well, I it has a lot to do with the Wu flu, you know, the uh, the that type of thing. Do you know anybody no. who who talks about it that that way? Donald Trump. I mean, that's about but that's about it. And maybe like my mom, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, I, but I mean, I really don't even think that's that bad. It's a it's a joke. It's I mean, who cares? Yeah. But I don't think that making a joke about a virus being from a place means that you hate all of the people from that place. That is the most like asinine logical right. jump that I've ever heard okay. in my life. So okay, now I, I see where you're coming from. So so I mean, obviously, I know there was a, there was a, a couple of. Uh, um, shootings lately, and uh, and one of them, in one instance, there was uh, there was talk about it being some sort of anti-Asian sentiment. Yeah. That seemed to me to be the first place that I saw it, and now and now I'm seeing all these public service commercials and these banners and stuff right in my face, and I I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, they they didn't. I never seen anything like it, man. They didn't do this even for Black Lives Matter when, um, you know, when uh, the the riots and all that were going on. They they didn't do that then, but they're doing that now. I think, and you know, I took my conspiracy hat off for a second, but let's put it back on. I think that that's intentional. I mean, I think that they want to sow division in as many. You know they want to divide people along as many lines as possible, mm. and as long as many fresh wounds as they can have at any one time, the better. Mm. Um, and by them, I'm talking about the media. You know, like we were talking about um, on that Spinoza episode about superstition and things. You know, when people are afraid, they want things. They're going to be more accepting of being locked down. That's right. Know? Yeah. So I don't know. You know, so we want so the so, so the powers be that be behind the media want want the Asians to be afraid. Is that what you're saying? No, they want people to be divided. Mm. They want there to be something that people are bitching about. Mm. You know, like a division. Um, because if we're all bitching about, you know, I don't know what is the the most recent. I guess it's this Asian thing that yeah. is like, you know, if we're complaining about that, we're not complaining about. You know, the spending bills, you know, people, people have no idea, man. Uh, and I don't even have that good of an idea. I don't understand economics that well, but I understand that if you start printing trillions of dollars, there are ramifications. Oh, then absolutely. you may be able to push them down the road for a long time, maybe, but eventually, you know, that those chickens are coming home to roost. Coming home to roost. You're right. So... And that's, and that's that's the kind of stuff I think we should be talking about. And there's a lot of like emotional hooks in there that you can get people with too about like the stupid shit they're doing with the money that they're printing up. But, oh yeah. Well, anybody that has kids should should be extra concerned about that. Yeah. Because it's oh because even even at our age, it may not be us mm-hmm. that's paying for that. It's going to be our kids and grandkids. Yeah. Uh, at some point, you know, inflation is going to be such a problem or the threat of inflation is going to be such a, a, a risk that there's going to be nothing nothing more that can be done. And then we're going to have to pay the piper. And it's not going to be you and me, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not 100% convinced that it's not going to be. It might be. Yeah. Um, but I see. I know exactly what you mean because the, the case, the place that we're in now, we've been in this place for a, a while, you know. We've just been kicking it the can down the road further and further 
Um, and when we do that, it becomes more and more of a problem. Um, but like, what happens if the dollar collapses? What does that look like? Well, I mean, the only thing that comes to my mind when you say that is, uh, you know, like, well, the word hyperinflation comes to mind mm -hmm. and people talk about that, like during, um, uh, like, like after the second world war, um, but also in, in, uh, in, in Africa and, uh, some of those countries where the currencies collapsed, I can't remember specifically what country, but that you hear people say things anecdotally, like, um, like they have a wheelbarrow full of cash that they're taking to the corner store yeah. because they need that much money to buy a loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. It's like Soviet Union shit. Yeah. Yeah. So if something like that happens, um, you know, that, and what that means is that the value of our currency is revealed. Like, so, you know, people believed it was more valuable than it was. Suddenly, suddenly we realize it's not Then I can't purchase as much with that, with that money. Um, and that's bad. It's bad for the, you know, our purchasing power for our, for the things that we ha need as, as Americans here. But, but also, um, all the other countries that we trade with, um, it, it affects them too because yeah. be, so you know because we're this web this 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 relatively free market where we're trading all over the all over the country a collapse of our currency is going to impact all those people that we're trading with um so you know the the consequences of that are way more dramatic than just thinking about what happens in our country yeah that's true um i, I mean i i really i can't even comprehend the like the consequences of that and it makes that makes me think of you know the too big to fail sort of tagline, yeah. Which I which I was never I, I was never a fan of that uh, sentiment. But that's sort of what I just that's sort of the the feeling that I just gave you there is if something should happen like that where the United States currency is uh, you know uh, we're in a hyperinflation type of a situation um, that it wouldn't just affect the United States it would affect you know all the, all of the all all of the world basically. Yeah. Um, so that kind of makes. That kind of makes our currency too big to fail. You think so? I don't know, man. I think that somebody... I, I, I think that uh, China would be more than happy to step up and, you know, take over, the, you know, that... Uh, yeah. They got a big old central bank over there, too. Yeah, you're right about that. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the resources... What, what, what are the... I'm sure... I'm sure China's got considerable resources, uh, you know, a, as a a country, they've got like minerals. Do they have a lot of That's that's interesting. Is there just is it just like people is there their natural resources people. No, um it's funny. I don't know necessarily what the uh, geology is like in China. Yeah. Other than the fact that my like cursory understanding of that of that country is that the Gobi Desert and all that stuff in the middle of the country is uninhabited. So it's kind of like Australia where people only live in the habitable zones around the edges yeah. of the country. Um, so a lot of that, you know, I don't know what's there. But I do know that the, that the Chinese, um, they do a lot of um, mining leasing in Africa. Yeah, I've heard that too. So they, and they're like, I mean, like they're in there, man. Yeah. They're pulling, they're, yeah, they're, and they have, they have, access to everything they need there they got you know africa africa's got diamonds they've got gold they've got all kinds of precious metals they've got those um uh you know all the stuff that that they use this is for, what god i'm sorry oh, for like for computer chips and cell phones and all those yeah. rare, rare earth minerals uh -huh. and stuff like that this is what i'm talking about man china's like ready to make a play like if the if the dollar collapses china's like you know 
let's go. Let, mm -hmm. I don't know what is what the what what is their division of money over there. What are they? Is it yen? Is that or is that Japan? I think that's Japan. I think it's Japan too. But it's just <laughs> fuck it. it. Whatever it is, <laughs> Chinese is it money. Is it one? Want yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know if that's it or not. Um, yeah, I think they would be more than happy for that to be. Mm. Or maybe they might just make something new. You know, I bet you that's what it would be. It would be some kind of world money. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the way things are going, conspiracy hat is still firmly on my head at this point. Oh boy, but I I don't know. I really do believe that the that there are definitely people who are pushing for that sort of shit. So, all right. What else do we have in the news? What else today? do we have here? Oh, here we go. Armed white men who showed up at black families' home were acquitted. Now they want an apology. This is from <laughs> CNN. Uh, so I wonder what the tone of this is going to be. Is it going to be how dare they want an apology? Is that how? Is that what it's going to be? It must be. An African-American mother says she won't sit down to talk with two men who came armed with about 13 other white people to her North Carolina home last year looking for a missing teenage girl, and she doesn't care that a court acquitted them. Um, so that's the first paragraph. Mm. What do you think about that, man? You... I don't know what to think I mean, about. I mean, I mean, I mean the fact... I, I, I don't right, know so the just... details of the story. Well, like, maybe, maybe these guys were, like, legitimately there to, like, you know, do some clan shit, but... Probably not. Well, this is the thing. You read that article, and even the title says white men. Yeah. So th this is exactly what I mean. Like, we grew up we grew up in a time when the, the uh, tactic to fight racism and, and that sort of thing, that the ta you know, what the goal was, was equality, and the tactic was to, you know, to... Uh, teach our teach the kids to not see color something like that to 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 you know to just see each other's people and all that and um and, and you can and you can't get there if if the news articles intentionally put the race right there yeah. so my my frame of mind is instantly making that rate racial that's intentional that's what that's what they want when they put that there um you know and if we do you know, if if we intentionally left that out, the story would still be the story. It would still be tragic. It would still be, you know, uh, uh, interesting. We'd still click on it and read it. We don't, yeah. be, you know, but but it has to be racial. Yep, they gotta push that. I don't know, whatever that narrative. I guess. Um, let's see here. What else do we got going on? Two killed as redwood tree falls on car while driving in Northern Car California, not Carolina. Whoa! So read that again. Two killed as redwood tree falls on car while Jesus. driving in Northern California. I almost did it again, man. Northern California. All right. Well, the, red, the redwoods are in California. Yeah, there's redwoods in, in North Car Northern Carolina. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've never seen a redwood other than on TV, and they're enormous. We have redwoods here. You can get a Dawn redwood tree. They're ugly i think but okay, listen kyle i know you know all about the all about plants but listen <laughs> listen man well i'm talking about the big the redwoods yeah yeah okay so so imagine you're you're driving oh he's showing me a picture of it jesus christ imagine you're driving down the freeway yeah in this beautiful scenery with your with your girlfriend sitting next to you in the passenger seat and oh, you're God. and you're just Whatever you're having an argument or you're just listening to music, having fun or whatever, yeah. And all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know, you probably hear something, you would probably sense something, something's not right, and then Maybe. and then all of this and then and then without warning, you're you're a pancake. And the tree that just landed on you is as big around as a as a, a couple of a, a couple of uh, astro vents, you know, side by side. It's it's got to be like what, like twenty foot diameter? Oh yeah, or, I mean, or, at least or, yeah, I yeah, think forty foot diameter. I don't big. know, big, yeah, big ass trees. It, it, that, that, that's like some. That's like something out of a freaking Hollywood movie. That's crazy. It's like Final Destination. Oh my! It's like Final Destination. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, you could be getting like a. A little road action, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, falls. can you imagine that? Can you imagine what the corner? Oh god, you got a, a way to go, you know. So <laughs> that, that gives another meaning to the jaws of life. Go ahead. It does indeed. The jaws of death. Mm. Uh, as daily deaths near four thousand, worst may lie ahead for Brazil. So COVID, COVID, fear, yeah. fear, fucking fear for Brazil. Yeah, I mean they, they really trying desperately to make it seem like it's dangerous you know yep. like i mean it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal here but they're like it's super dangerous down in brazil you should see it it's fucking people up down in brazil <laughs> you, should see the, you should see the brazilian strains oh it's crazy oh man. they all know jujitsu yep. every one of the every single one of those viruses is a gracie oh man oh man that that sounds wrong that sounds like i'm calling the gracie family a virus that's not what i'm doing no way i would never oh uh, seven people shot, three left in critical condition in Philadelphia. So uh, this is a fucked up thought that I had when um, the Asian shooting and um, I think there was another one. There was another shooting recently. Yeah. They, those happened. And pe- the people started making a big deal about that and calling for more gun control. And all yep. I could think was like, oh, things are going back. Things, things are getting back to normal, you know. Yeah. This is what we're mad about, you know, not so much the mass, oh, not so yeah, much like Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, we're going back to this. Yep. So that that's a sign, and that's a return of to normalcy, isn't that what Biden was supposed to be it, bringing? It, it, isn't it sad that it does feel like, you know, good on some level? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say good, but I know what you mean. It, it, yeah, maybe good is the wrong word, but I and, don't know. And, and you know what else I noticed is that all the Trump stuff has kind of fallen out of the out of the news. Well, they erased him from society. Yeah, He's, they just you know. they they um, men in black, all of us with the red light. Um, swamp gases. Swamp gases. Swamp <laughs> gases. So, uh, where was I going with that? Um, next story. How about that? All right. Let's see here. I'm just going to like roll the roulette wheel. France admits the baguette for UNESCO World Heritage status. I, I, I approve. <laughs> love me a good. I love good bread. I love, just put I love it that France. Way. I've never been to France. Me either. It seems like a. Not my first choice for European countries to visit, but um, high among. Although I mean, yeah, I I sure. I don't know. I mean, France has got some cool stuff, man. Yeah, France has got a lot of cool shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. But still, not not my first. At least fifty protesters killed in Myanmar on day of shame for armed forces. Myanmar is man. That place is going crazy right now. Some shit going down over in Myanmar. <laughs> yeah. I wish Burma. I'd... Oh, is that where that is? Um, I think that's like we call it Myanmar, they call it Burma. Mm. So, I don't know though. So, I could be wrong about so my, that. So listen, this is where I'm American. So that what that means is that there's only certain parts of the globe that I can identify. The rest of it's all gray mush. Yep. Like Eastern Europe and um and any part of Asia that's not Japan, China, Korea. Yeah. Um barely even those. 
So, <laughs> so uh, um, Burma that that actually that that word is more familiar to me than Myanmar. Okay. Um, it, Burma sounds to me like a place that that was like a a colony of England once upon a time or something. But if I had to guess where that is, I'd say that somewhere. That's somewhere in Southeast Asia. Boom. Over over in the world, those islands are. That Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> got a place. Yep. Okay, exactly. all right. Good. It's on the, I believe, I'm drawing, I'm having a hard time here, the west side of like that, you know, southeastern peninsula of uh, Asia. All right. Um, yep. Shit's that's, going down over there. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, on to the next. Uh, speaking, mo- of, speaking of shit going down over there. All right, well, what do we got? This, I mean, this is like rewinding a little bit, but do you remember hearing about um, the the riots, the protests in Hong Kong because of the uh, mainland China, the Chinese government? Yeah. yeah. What ha- what happened with that, man? I don't know. That, that was, COVID that happened. Was, oh, COVID happened to that. That, that yep. was that was that was scary to me because that to me that seemed like that seemed like one of those things that that used to be called a um, like a like a. Oh no, I can't think of the word. Um, but some something happening overseas that va- that validates U.S. involvement. What's the oh. word I'm thinking of? Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the word either. So, so, I, so I was thinking that that was might be looked upon as an encroachment of communism, and that that might be something that the United States would have to get involved in. And then I realized that's like. 1980s America. That, that that was the time when we were worried about you know the communism expanding, or or just before that even. Um, that that's that's not a fear anymore. That's something that people seem to want. Yeah, you know, well, welcoming it with open yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah, you know, people have never cracked a history book, man. Mm. Um, much feared asteroid, Apoph Apoph Apophis. Won't hit Earth for at least 100 years, NASA says. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. I did see that one. So we got 100 years to figure out how to redirect asteroids. Oh, we... Listen, man. Have you seen the movie um, Armageddon? Uh, with be- with the classic with Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and uh, Liv Tyler? You bet your ass. Steve Buscemi? Of course he? I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I, I appreciate good cinema. So, yes, so we I've already have it. that solved. We just send a, a group of attractive actors in a spaceship... We, they'll land on it, then they'll drill down a nuclear device. They'll drill down into it, and then they'll and then some oh, of them have to die. Okay, so you and I are we've been tasked with uh, rebooting the Armageddon series. Who are we casting for these parts? Oh Jesus, that's a great question. I think that you put for the Bruce Willis part. I think that you put Nick Cage in there. Ooh, I think that's a good call for the Ben Affleck part. James Franco. Franco's a good one. Franco is a good one. I was thinking like, uh, who's the dude from Parks and Rec? Who's all dreamboaty? Oh, and Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a good one. Yeah. You know how? See how quick I got Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. Stop my head. Yeah. Well, you loved that show, right? Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, I did. It's got one of the best libertarian characters of all time on it. Ron Swanson. I've not. I don't. I don't really watch Parks and Rec, but I've seen a whole bunch of Ron Swanson clips. Listen, Parks and Rec is is a uh, is decent. If you mm-hmm. you know, it, just like anybody, you start with The Office, and then you start branching out to some of the the the, the you know the pretenders, yeah. and that's one of the better pretenders. Um, but um, Amy Poehler is the main character, and she's my least favorite character yeah. of, uh, in the whole show. Yeah. Um, 
I don't I don't have much more to say about it. Than is that. Rashida Jones is her character the same character from The Office, or is it like a different person? Oh, she's a she's a different person, but oh. she but as far as Rashida Jones acting and portrayal is pretty much the same person. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she's sweet, beautiful, um, you know, funny, just like she is in in The Office. This brings us full circle back to Arrested Development because it's that's one of those like you know offish branch off shows mm. you know I, I did i started with the office you know in in the midst of deep depression binged watch all nine seasons of that in like two weeks Ooh. okay uh and then yeah arrested development which <laughs> i don't know might be a better show man i love arrested, arrested development? development so I'll, I'll, I'll talk about arrested development for a second before i do i want to tell you about the show that i've been watch binge watched when i was in a deep depression yeah uh, because that happened to me one time Lost. Oh yeah, it's an interesting rabbit hole to go down. I binge watch it. I'm talking about every day I get home from work. I sat down and watched it till I went to sleep. I did that day after day after day after day, and this was years after the show had had ended. Yeah, and I and I I was just busted through it, and it, I loved it. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. So back to Arrested Development. Um. So that that show, I. How do, I, how do I put this? That show is like the Bill Murray of shows. So, Arrested Development Arrest, is the Bill Murray Arrested of shows? Arrested Development is the Bill Murray okay. of shows. Okay. What, what I mean by that is that it's like this... Um, man, I'm, I'm going to struggle for adjectives right now. Um, it is a little quirky, and you know, but it's like on purpose, you know, and that's part of the charm of it. Oh yeah, but on purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's not quirky. I see what you mean. It's not quirky accidentally and charming because mm-hmm. of that. It's quirky intentionally Built in to there. be charming. Yeah. So there's something about it that to me always seems seemed forced, but even that seemed intentional. Yeah. So when I watch the show, it's like, it's like I'm watching a spoof that I didn't know was a spoof, or I'm I'm not sure. I keep going back and forth in my mind about it. Um, like like well anyway. <laughs> um, so so I, I like it you know I think it, my la- my final judgment of it is I is I like it but it you know that's that's the way that I feel watching that show is is it's uh, I, I don't know that's as best I can describe it buddy yeah it's very it's definitely a very sarcastic show sarcastic yep yeah um, one of my favorites um, how do you feel about David Cross <laughs> Uh, I you know I think he's funny. Uh, he does a lot of stuff that makes me makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, when he starts talking about other things, I choose to check out a little bit more. Uh, you know who Dave Smith is, right? Yes. The libertarian Tupac. Yes. The most conservative motherfucker, you know. <laughs> that yeah. Dave Smith. Yeah. Uh, he did this like it was a panel type thing on comedy, and it was like Dave Cross, Dave Smith. And maybe like three other people, two of whom were white women and the other one who was a black dude. They were all all comedians, right? And uh, Dave Smith, uh, basically, I saw, what I saw of it was clipped out. Basically, Dave Smith and David Cross talking, like debating about, you know, because Dave, David Cross is uh, a leftist. Um, you should yeah. watch that video. That's yeah. basically what I'm getting to. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I'm going yeah, yeah. to. Uh, I just like seeing when these people, a lot of these celebrities are very, very liberal, right? And if you put them 
in a conversation with just like a normal, like average Joe guy who doesn't pay attention to politics or, you know, is working, you know, 60 hours a week. David Cross is going to make him look like an idiot, you oh, know, yeah. just he's like better with language. Oh, you yeah. know, he's he thinks about these things um, and he just can't do that with that with Dave Smith. Uh, and you oh, know, yeah. I'm sure that he's. Well, I was going to say I'm sure that he's used to talking to people that he can't do that with, but actually, no, I'm, I'm not sure of that. I'm, I'm sure that most of the people he talks to just agree with him on everything. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You, know what, you know what that brings to my mind is that, uh, that debate uh, or series of debates with um, – uh, now, neither of those guys' names are coming to my mind um, – all right, next story, Debates, Kyle. what were they about? What were these uh, debates about? They were political. It was um, like in the, oh, si- in the 60s. Gore Vidal and... Um, you got it. Gore. What's his name? Dude, I'm, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank uh, on this dude's name. Yeah, Gore Vidal and... Uh, William F. Buckley. William F. Buckley. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a good yeah. documentary. So that, th- that was tremendous. Yeah. And, you know, they, they were both pompous. Yeah. arguing from the left and from the right yeah. but they were both so intelligent mm-hmm. that it was so fun to watch man yeah. and then you, you could see them getting under each other's skin and the way they handle it at, at that level of conversation oh man yeah. and that was that was on TV and people watched it and if that was on TV today fucking nobody would watch it people would be bored out of their minds yeah I mean I try to think is there anything like that on TV I mean I think the most the, mo- the thing that might be most like that would be when Tucker has on, you know, Tucker will have on people who disagree with him, and he just he sits there and he does that Tucker face, <laughs> and he does he acts like he completely doesn't understand what they're saying, uh, and then he'll like dismantle some people. Um, but is there anything like that on TV anymore? At, like, when's the last time that something like that was? I mean, I think that Bill Maher likes to pretend that that's what he's doing. Yeah. But give me a fucking break. Yeah. I mean. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think Bill Maher is really pushing any pushing the envelope very no, much. No, so. I, no, Bill Maher's terrible, terrible, Kyle. Yeah, I remember when he had that movie Religious. Yeah, I remember. I, remember. I liked it back then, um, and you know, I still think there are some funny lines in it. Yeah. You know, like if you're gonna be if you're gonna laugh at like somebody being a dick to somebody else, um, then. There's some good jokes in there, you know, but it is. It's like who? Why do you fucking care? Yeah. Like, but that it's, it seems to be all he is is being a dick about everything. That's just that's shtick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what I used to really like about Bill Maher, um, um, but whatever it is, I there's still something that I do kind of still like about Bill Maher, but I just can't. I don't know what it is, man, because I do. Part of me does still... Well, I guess he is kind of good on, like, speech issues uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Maybe not so much anymore. So, I I mean... Fuck fuck Bill Maher. Yeah, fuck Bill Maher. What's the story? What's the next story? What's the next story? I'm not even... uh, What's in the news? We haven't scratched the surface. We haven't scratched the surface. Women. Women. LGBT people and students protest for rights in Turkey. Okay, well... Hey, that's, that's legit. Yeah, fucking a. Yeah, all right, all right. Next, next story. <laughs> good. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Who, who, who? Uh, what was that source? Who, who? ABC News. ABC. Good for you. All right. Good for you, ABC News. Talking about real shit. Let's see what other stories you got though. 
U.S. intelligence warns Biden against troop pullout. Of course they fucking do. Mm. Of course they yep. do. Let's get to the rest of this. The Taliban could largely retake Afghanistan with two or three within two or three years if American troops leave without the without the warring sides reaching a power sharing deal. Intelligence agencies have told U.S. President Joe Biden. How do you feel about a, that? A power sharing deal with who? I think it's between the Taliban and, you know, like maybe what other kind of what, what, what the, 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 the puppet government in what? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Afghanistan, maybe Pakistan is involved in it somehow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, who cares? Listen, I, I mean, I, I don't want to open my mouth about this too much because I don't know. I don't know shit about geopolitics and history in the Middle East. At least not enough to, to, you know, to speak intelligently about it. I got a guy for you. But it it, it seemed to, seems to me that that part that part of the world is um, just like just like the whole world once upon a time is is very tribal and kind of stay, stays that way because there's not built up there's not a lot of built up cities and high po- uh, population density areas. It's much more spread out. People still have tribal relations the, the way that you know the, the rest of us did once upon a time. Um, that makes it really hard to govern, um, because because to do that you you have to either join together or conquer all of these various tribes. You know um, that's not an easy thing to do. I don't even think the, the borders there between you know India and Pakistan, between Pakistan and and you know I don't I don't think that they're uh, you know that that the people the tribes living there on their ancestral lands. Uh, respect those borders, man. Yeah. They, they're grazing their sheep on both sides of that that hillside. You yep. know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, from what I understand, it's a consensus among the military leaders over there that there is no military solution to that problem. It's not like you're going to go beat a city and then right. you're gonna, and then that's it. No, there's nothing that we can do. We're just over there taking up space, like playing cops to these, you know. Um, and all the while just racking up bills, racking up bills that we got to pay out to people, which I am sorry. I think that's the point. I think that's Listen, why we're over there. We, we've been there for 20, 20 fucking years, years, a score. So we were supposed to, we were supposed to go, go over there, make sure that they had a, a stable government after we took care of the bad guys Mm -hmm. and then train their military so that they could fight for themselves against the bad guys and then get out of there. Yeah. Uh, And we couldn't do that in 20 years. I don't, I don't know if that can be done. You know, I don't know if that's like a worthwhile goal to have. You know what I mean? Well, if it can't be done, get the fuck out. It took us 20 years to figure that out. And we're still, yeah. I mean, we could have learned this lesson from the Russians. Yeah. You know, they absolutely. I mean, I don't, I mean, that whole area. I do wonder if we hadn't been there, you know, like, I mean, that area has had a lot of, a lot of shit happen to it. That's uh, true. You know, I, I just wonder if maybe we wouldn't, and when I say we, I mean, America, England, all these nations that were, you know, kind of politically playing with that area. Um, you know, you think about like how the state of Israel became a state and basically you, you just got these European countries in America like playing dice with this area of uh, of the world where people have been living for thousands of years. Yep. And, you know, because we said so now you're, you know, 
Yeah, it's so I don't know. It's just messed up shit. Yeah, it's it is. I mean, it's, but it's more complicated than that. Oh yeah. I mean, the people that were living there for thousands of years, some of them were Jewish. Sure. You know, it's the it's the, the ancestral homeland of the Jews and the Arabs exactly sure. exactly alike. Um, and and uh, from what I understand, the uh, the Jewish population in the area that we call Israel today, that those people um, prior to the Second World War um, were pretty. Uh, pre- pretty well accepted as a part of the culture. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, there wasn't, um, you know, I- any significant uh, violence. That, you know, it was they, between the Muslims and the yeah. Jews. They yeah. were much more integrated into the into the Arab culture, and uh, uh, you know, everything that happened after the Second World War to make a place for uh, for the, uh, the the Jewish people that you know ha- had to suffer through the atrocities that yeah. you know and, and all that to, to give them some, some security and a place to, to uh, you know be away from all of that nonsense um, that uh, it's just complicated and I you know I know you said you wanted to do you wanted to do one on Israel maybe yeah. maybe we should but I'm definitely gonna have to brush up on all that history man sure sure I mean it's definitely a, a complicated story. Um, but I think it's maybe not as complicated as some people like to imagine that it is. You know, I think that that is a common, like, a way of not having to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it's complicated, you know. Uh, And I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I'm saying that that's like, I think that's the thing that happens with that. Because I think, uh, you know, like you said, the beef between the Jews and the Arabs it's not that old. Like people, a lot. I used to think this that it's like, oh, it's ain't. It's like thousands of years. You know. Yeah. They they've hated each other for a long time. All You're way, not really going to be able to change going that. All the way back to Ishmael. Not true. Yeah. Not true at all. Um, there's a, a great podcast series called. Uh, it, I think you might listen to this. Um, what's it called? Martyr Made. The yeah. Martyr Made History Podcast. Yeah, listen to a little bit. Uh, so he's got like a, I don't know, a five part series on that that situation and it's pretty good i would i would recommend listening to that, it that that might have been the one i listened to you, you might have stuff, recommended man. that to me already yeah let me ask you this question because i think this gets to the root of the the root of the israeli palestinian thing what do you feel how do you feel about the legitimacy of right of conquest so so as a as a a nation if i do make war with another nation mm-hmm. and we engage in that together and I win and I historically in this situation I have the right to do whatever I want to the victor goes the spoils I can take the land I can take the riches I can do with it what I like I can govern it I can let the people govern it that's that's my right because that's because I conquered you I conquered you can't you fucking stop because you can't stop me yeah um is you know the question is is that is that legitimate is is do we do we respect that or do we respect it i mean i don't respect it i mean honor it do we I well mean, what are you going to do if you can change it then change it but if well, you can't we, well we could change it how could we but it's not our place to change it what do you mean i mean we could hand Ooh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. Uh, the airwaves. What I mean is, we're the we're the most powerful military in the world, and if we put all of our might behind a military endeavor, we could do whatever we wanted. Sure, I don't disagree with that. Um, I don't respect that, uh, and I think <clears throat> that the people that we would be going to war with 
have every right to fight back. Right. Um, and I think that if people want to take their side, people have the right to do that um, for whatever reasons, moral reasons, political reasons, right. whatever. Um, and I think that I just don't, I think that going around doing that, treating people that way, other nations, other groups, ethnic groups of people, I don't think that that, you know, I don't know that I really believe in karma, but I do think that like, if you treat people like shit, people don't like you, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, you know, that's like a, that's, you know, I'm a Ron Paul guy. I, you know, I, I don't like to talk about the libertarian shit all the time. I'm trying not to, <laughs> but I'm a Ron Paul guy. And Ron Paul talked about blowback, like, you know, talking about how nine 11, it's not just because it's not because they're religious fundamentalist, crazy people that helps, you know, maybe that like, makes the equation a little bit more likely to go off without a hitch. Mm -hmm. But that's not it. I mean, let's not, you right. know, if you think that's it, you're deluding yourself. Yeah, yep. that's the simplified. Yeah, we've been destabilizing that area for uh, 80 years, you know. I don't know. It, it, it seems like if, you know, this is like a, people say this kind of shit all the time, but like let's imagine that China, you know, I guess China has, like, troops in Canada or some shit. Let's say that they, like, you know, do a little excursion and try to take, like, the state of New York or something like that. Do you think that the people of New York are not going to, like, try to kill some Chinese soldiers? I mean, I bet you um, that that's going to happen. Oh, oh I, it will. It's going to be, like, Red Dawn, you know. But you know what's scarier than that? What's that? Is the people in New York in this scenario going after the Asian Americans? Oh, that's scary, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, do you think that would happen? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, out of fear, I think. Maybe. You know, you, 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 know you, you brought that up. I mean, fear is a super powerful motivator, and people do irrational things. We locked the Japanese up in concentration camps in the Second World War. Yeah, what do you, I mean, what do you do about that? Because that sounds like an argument. That sounds like, if I was a leftist, I'd be like, what? <laughs> you said you know you said it. You, you said, said it. there's a problem, you know. Yeah, uh, no, no. I, I I think that the right thing to do is for people to stand up and and uh, disallow that. Um, to stand up and 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 speak out against it. Against racism. Yep. Um. So cancel culture. No, no. Kind of. No, I mean if. So if somebody was dragging off my Japanese American neighbor in 1945 oh, to put him, okay. that, that I have a responsibility to stand up and say, that's no. that's immoral or that's yeah, yeah. And then you go to the camp. And then I go to the camp with him probably, and that's exactly why people don't stand up and say anything. Yeah, and it's the truth, man. That's 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 why the Europe just in the, in, the, in the United States stood aside while Hitler took over country after country after country. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people just sat there and watched it happen. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely kind of how it went down. I mean, you know, uh, there's some interesting stuff about World War II and America's motivations to enter that war that we mm. should definitely talk about uh, um, eventually. You know, my guy Thaddeus Russell? Uh-huh. Um, I'll have to find some of that stuff and send it to you, particular interviews where he talks about some of the the weird 
just the weird things around World War II history and the things that get emphasis and the things that don't get mm. emphasis and the parts of the story that you don't hear that often. Do you remember hearing about the um, Japanese U-boat that the American military caught? I guess they had like these nets. Um, they had these. They had these. Back then, they had these nets um, that uh, uh, they were the defense mechanisms for the U-boat. So I don't know. I don't have any idea. I don't have any image in my mind. I don't have any any idea what this actually functioned as. But somehow I'm picturing giant nets. Uh, you know, I don't know, hundreds of feet long or miles Big long or net. whatever, big enough to uh, keep a U boat from being able to pass through, and they just circled the entire uh, island of Hawaii. Okay, and they they caught a German, uh, German, a Japanese U boat. In uh, one of those nets, uh, and this happened hours before the attack on Pearl Harbor. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I th- I may have heard of that, um, but I, I I know that there's some weird stuff about uh, about Pearl Harbor that day. Uh, just like it's kind of like the same things you hear about 9-11 where it's like, I think that maybe they knew that was coming, you know, yeah. and just like, you know, chose to look the other way. Yep. C- conspiracy theory had on just, well, there's only on my head pretty much this whole episode, you know, <laughs> there's only, there's only two explanations for, for that. Either, you know, we knew that it was coming and did nothing mm-hmm. or that there was some incompetent person who didn't report that, the way he or she should have, and I guess it would have been he back then, should have, and uh, that's obviously the more likely the more likely situation that somebody didn't think it was in, it was important to you know run up the pike or um, you know whatever there was a mistake made, um, and that and sure and so that the Pacific Fleet wasn't Human aware. Error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that it was all tied in with JFK and <laughs> Elvis. And the Personally. aliens, JFK, and the, Elvis, well, and the obviously aliens. the aliens, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else we got, Kyle? Um, I don't know. Let's see here. Let's pull out the old Reddit feed again. Not YouTube. Not not Instagram either. News. Uh, yep. <laughs> News. Uh, I'm not. I'm not getting too good of a signal down here. Stu Hart's dungeon at it again. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. Well, <laughs> personalize your news. It's not. Uh, it's not letting me do shit. No, that's all right. All right, I do have it now. If you want to keep going, yeah. What do you got? All right, I got Sasha Baranko on here, so we'll read this. Guinness World Records claims Borat subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan <laughs> is longest title for an Oscar nominated film. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. Fuck Sasha Baron Cohen, but that guy is funny. Yeah, he's very funny. He. Yeah, we'll just leave it. If fuck no. Sasha Baron yeah, Cohen. Fuck he is funny, though. All right, Prince William named world's sexiest bald man. Who gives a shit, man? <laughs> Keep going. Dude, you got to throw the bald dude some love every now and then. I, I don't know how much love you need thrown at you when you're the fucking king of England. Though. <laughs> Although I guess he's not really, but... All right, treating us like robots. Amazon workers seek union. What do you think about that? Amazon workers wanting to unionize. 
Um, well, I don't really know anything about Amazon workers, um, but this is my thought on unions in general. Fuck them. Uh, there, there was a time <clears throat> when, when it wasn't easy for people to, um, uh, pe- well, pe- people didn't have the protections under the law that they have today, and it wasn't easy for people to uh, demand their value from their employer. It was there was much more like, um, especially in the early industrial revolution, it, it was like serfdom. It was like you 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 know you belong to the to the to the factory. Yeah, and you know a lot of times those those people were working there from super young age you can hear about those stories of kids you know in the coal mines and shit like that and that 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 happened so that was a time when when you know the idea of organizing as uh employees and sticking it to the to the man um to demand what you know what is right what what's right you know to demand you know, reasonable working conditions and fair pay and all that and benefits and all that kind of thing. Um, I think there was a time when that was needed. Uh, I, I think that time is past. Yeah. Um, I think it goes without saying. And, uh, what, what you end up having now with unions is a, a bloated bureaucracy, just like, you know, our, our government, let's say that exists for itself. Yeah. And it's a parasite on the workers instead of, um, you know, it's, it's advocate or hero. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that they <clears throat> these unions petition for people's wages to raise because they take their wages. So it's like you could just leave my fucking money alone yeah. and then, you know, but I, you know, I guess it's more complicated than that. I know I don't particularly like here's a theory that I have. I think if you are a public worker, I don't think you should be allowed to unionize. I think that if you try to unionize as public sector workers, gone. Yeah. You're you're all gone. I agree with that. Actually, we'll plug some new morons in here. Yeah, yeah I, agree, I agree with that. Actually, um, like police, the police union, uh, not not for me. Teachers unions. I mean, how much more money do these fucking glorified babysitters need? Well, you and I, you and I, I'm not going to say that, but, <laughs> but I think you and I would agree that the best solution to that problem is to have our Teachers and police not be public employees. One hundred percent, absolutely. Um, I, I am going to say that though. Uh, in public schools, man, think about like Columbus Public Schools. Oh, it's terrible. Okay, those are glorified babysitters, dude. Mm. Like you know, they have this job to teach kids. They're not teaching kids shit. Well, listen, I I, I know where you're coming from, and I was in the city schools like you were uh, for a stretch of time. And it did mess me up, and I was very behind when I went to the sub- suburbs. Um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't tell time on a clock. I could mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know my multiplication tables. Um, I, I was way behind. I, I struggled. Um, you know, so I get it. Uh, but I had one of the best teachers I have ever had in in Columbus Public Schools. Okay. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Parks, who's long dead by now, um, who re- really cared. Sure. And she worked in that inner city school. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a thankless job. So there are good teachers out there who, who, who want to, want to help and want to do good and try. I think the problem is that it's, it's in the household. It's the family is that these families, you know, for, for all sorts of reasons, mostly for broken homes and poverty and, and things like that, uh, that keep, that keep people from having somebody, uh, holding the kids accountable, sitting down doing homework with them—you know the, all the things that you need to 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 function. Uh, you know, as a kid and in, in school, they don't have that at home, 
And, you know, if they don't have that at home, including learning discipline and, and all that sort of stuff, uh, yeah. there's just no hope in public school. There's no I, hope. I completely agree with that. Like pretty much everything you just said. I don't understand how that's any of that is really an argument that teachers need to be making more money right now because I just don't think that they do. I mean, for the performance they're giving, no, I'm sorry, you don't deserve any more money. Um, like I know, like you said, that there are some teachers who do good, and you know that's fine. But I wish that we lived in, you know, a system where. It was incentive based, and if teachers did a good job, they made more money. You know, when when you were saying that, Kyle, I, I just asked myself that whether that teacher that I was talking about, Miss Parks, whether she would have done a better job if she was making more money. Yeah. And instantly in my mind, I'm like, she would have done the same job. Yeah. If she was making less money, or if she was making more money, that a teacher like that, that really, that really cares and loves her job and her kids. That 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 it's not going to matter. I'm not saying that she wouldn't rather make more money and her sure. lifestyle wouldn't be better, but that she, you know, as long as she has integrity, uh, that it that it won't it won't matter. But the truth is, there's all sorts of people in all sorts of professions that hate their fucking job and don't want to do it and fell into it for one reason or another. And probably eighty ninety percent of teachers are that way. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think that that's true. Um, you know, a lot of my beef with public schools extends beyond the teachers but the teachers are a big part of it well that's i mean you know you, when you said um we're talking about the unions and giving more money to the teachers if the performance isn't there why are we doing that um i think that you know and, and i could be wrong I'm not, I'm not intimately involved with these with these negotiations union negotiations but it seems to me that the money that's being negotiated is for the administrators and for you yeah. know Fund, funding programs, and uh, I don't know how much of that really goes, tr- you know, trickles down to the teachers. Yeah. And if it did, you know, and, and the, the average public school teacher made, you know, $200,000 a year instead of $60,000 a year or whatever it is today. Yeah. Um, you know, would we have better, would we have better public school teachers? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I know mean, either. I don't know. Um, I think... I think that people respond to incentives, so maybe on some level, yes, you would you would attract people who are more willing to do a good job. Um, but I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, but let's just go on to this next article here right, because right. it's it's a good one because uh, it's something we've already talked about. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> Jesus. All right, let's try that again. All 23 Democratic governors sign letter condemning anti-Asian hate, but only two Republicans join them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so so on the surface, on the surface, what, what that's saying is that these savage Republicans are so terrible, they wouldn't even sign off on this, on the surface, clearly good-natured bill about doing something everybody wants to, to fight racism. Yeah. Shame on them. Yeah. Without without considering at all that there might be another side of that story, what what might that side be, Kyle? Um, I don't anything. Like <laughs> it, it, there could be endless sides. Uh, I don't know. 
Well, it seems, it seems to me that uh, if you're saying the kind of things that you and I were saying earlier yeah. about not understanding, I don't know a single soul that's ever said anything racist or believed anything racist uh, in a negative way about, a, about an Asian person. Yeah. You know, like the, the consensus seems to be that they're, that they're uh, intelligent, hardworking, um, you know, disciplined people, you know, overall. I mean, I've seen some people make some jokes in my day. Yeah. But joke's a joke, you know. Joke's a joke. It's uh, and, and I mean, I've heard to be completely honest with you, I've heard people make like jokes that were not even funny. You know, they're just like kind of straight up racist. Like, I'm laughing because you're Asian, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like not bright jokes. Who cares? Like, is it is is that person an asshole? Probably, yeah. although not necessarily. You know, like I think uh, somebody can say something stupid and still be a redeemable person. You know. So, point is, Kyle, there is there is only negligible racism because I can't say there's probably not any uh, against Asians in this in this country. It's, yeah. it's, in in my experience, I cannot attest to any more than than this being a fringe and minor issue of very little social importance. And yet, there's a bill about it. There's public service, you know, public service commercials. There's a banner on my fucking streaming service telling me, you know, we shouldn't hate Asians. By the way, do you think any fucking any number of times you tell you tell somebody not to be to be racist or that it's wrong is convincing any racist person of 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 the of the validity of that? The guy's just like, oh, oh <laughs> nobody ever nobody ever put it in writing before and put it on my television. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty stupid. Fuck, man. Um, I don't know, man. Let's see what else we got going here. Beto O'Rourke ridicules Ted Cruz for posting videos claiming he encountered cartel members at the Mexican border. You know, they're, uh... Beto O'Rourke, man, you know that guy? I've seen the name. He's one of these, um, people who's... He's he's run for something, like, the last three elections. Like, he tried to, I don't know, I think he tried to get in Congress, and then he tried to run to be uh to take Ted Cruz's spot in the Senate mm. and he was trying to go for president that's right he he mm. put he was uh one of the early democrat um you know when they're in the primary yeah when there was like 100 of them yeah man yep. that was an interesting time yeah <laughs> remember like they pushed Kamala like i don't know if you remember this but when all the primary debates and stuff were going they were pushing Kamala hard oh. the media loved Kamala okay really? yeah she was like the first one and the man. The more presidential elections I watch, the more I just like notice. I, I, I don't know just how. And may I don't know. Maybe it wasn't like this in the past, but now it just seems like the media is definitely pushing who they want mm. to be in the. You know, and it's orchestrated and coordinated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and when you know they push somebody until they realize that the public is not going to have that person. You know, and Kamala was that they wanted her, and the public did not like her. Hmm. But now she's vice president, you know? Yeah. Like, they got her in there. Got they shoehorned that bitch in there. <laughs> um, what did you think about um, about uh, Biden saying that he that he basically handed over responsibility for the border crisis to, to Kamala? Um, did, you, did, you, did you hear that? Did you read that story? Uh, yeah, I saw something about that. But, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess you got to have the vice president do something. I don't know. I, I, I just don't really – I don't think that they should be handling it in general, so I don't really care which one of them is fucking it up. Well, you don't, don't you think it's interesting, though? It's that, a little that, weird. That it, it happened at a time when people were criticizing uh, Biden for not speaking publicly. Like he hasn't he hasn't given an yeah. address. He's been in the office all these days. He hasn't given an address. You know that that don't. You know we're, we don't want to give fuel to the people that say he's too old and and you know all Demented. this stuff. Um, so the, you know and then he and then the border crisis is going on, which is making headline news. It's it's all over the place. You know this is what we're hearing uh, over and over again. And he let's says let the capable let, one. Let's let let's let Kamala do it. That way I don't have to be out in in, in the it's public. Interesting. Eye. I didn't really think of it that way. Um, I kind of just looked at it as like, um, you know, Trump, when COVID happened, he was like, Pence, you got, you got this fucking, <laughs> you Pence. got this cold. <laughs> so did you did you see the article about uh, Biden uh, Biden inviting um, uh, Xi and Putin or something to a to a, a virtual to a Zoom <laughs> to a debate or oh, something like that? I don't that. know what it was, but I'm just a picturing Biden and Putin and Xi. Uh, on a Zoom call together, you know? Yeah. And it, it, something about that image is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, because you got two, like, killers, two, like, shrewd, you know, world leaders, and then you got this old doddering man. It's like, um, who, who? what's the character? Magoo? No, no, the character from, uh, it's just like, kind of a dead-on. He doesn't exactly look like him, but... Other things fit. Uh, the dude from Family Guy who likes the little kids. Oh, <laughs> that's Joe. Right up Joe Biden's oh, alley, man. Boy. He's always sniffing those little kids. Oh, that is weird. That is weird. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I saw a few of those pictures, and it just seems very fucking weird to me, and I don't care for it. He's a creep, dude. And he, I don't. If I was in public, if I was like a, a person with a public persona, and. I was just doing something that was completely innocent, okay? Um, but it looked weird, and people were like, hey, you know, listen, I know that, like, you're not doing... I know it's not weird. I know you're just doing this thing, and it's not not really a weird thing, but people think it's weird. Yeah, knock it so, off. So, yeah, maybe don't do that anymore. Yeah. Especially if you're doing something like trying to fucking run for president. You yeah. know, stop smelling little girls' hair and, like, nuzzle-fucking them. You know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. God almighty. And he's, he's pre- like, we were talking earlier about Trump and Biden. Dude, I, I completely think that if it was a regular election, Trump handles Biden. Can you imagine Trump bringing the, this hair sniffing up during a oh. debate, a national debate? Dude, he would have, uh, that, I, I really, I kind of do think that that's what a lot of this, this lockdown shit's about. Like, you know, we can't. Every we gotta have an excuse to not have Joe out here giving speeches and doing <laughs> debates and like we gotta keep this old man locked up. Yeah, he's he's old. COVID's out there. He might get it. You know. Yeah, you think they're gonna weaken that Bernie's that guy or? No, I think that Kamala's gonna like push him off a cliff or something. Yeah. Probably yeah. give it a few months. You know. Hey man, let me ask you something. Um, do you? Do you think, cause, you know, when you were going back to your music podcast, we were talking about music and uh, talking about Jordan Peterson uh, in, in the way he talks about music. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, because I was listening to uh, him interview the, the lady that did the artwork for his new book. Yeah. And she she was a musician, and they were talking about art, uh, about stuff that she had drawn. And uh, and he was talking about it, it being musical somehow. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I wanted to ask you this. 
Um, do you think that uh, that you th- that you think in in images sometimes when you don't really understand f- finally what you're getting at when you're trying? Yeah, I honestly think that not only do you think in images sometimes, but I think that you kind of initially think in images. You know, I think that that's like the like. I don't know, I don't, a, a way to try to explain this, like, you know, our brain has, you've got, the, like, the, the lizard brain that's, like, deep down there. That's the part that does, like, the, you know, the more simple thinking. Yeah, the breathing and the... And the yeah, and then the top part's the, the one that does the more complex, you know. Yep. So, I don't know. That's interesting. Well, um, so this happens to me sometimes where I'll uh, I'll be I'll be trying to think uh, through a, a, something I'm trying to understand or a problem, and um, and I'll get I'll I'll, th- I'll think in images and it's like you know things I it seems like things I don't understand very well, um, and the images will change um, as I understand that idea more or, or better or whatever, and it just reminded me of the mandalas we were talking about uh, at the beginning of this conversation. Um, because where I got that from was uh, Carl Jung, going back to Carl Jung, and he talked about um, uh, a patient, a woman patient that he had for like 20 years in his practice, which, by the way, uh, how how good of a psychoanalyst could Carl Jung have been if he couldn't cure that woman in 20 years? And if, <laughs> and if, we, if we, we, we can't get out of, out of Afghanistan in 20 years. Women are complicated, dude. Um, but in, anyway, she drew these um mandalas and and uh, they were images that she dreamt okay and they were all all different mandalas and they would change they were they'd be similar but you know certain aspects of it would change um from from picture to picture and some of them were months or years in between um and it was just it was really really interesting to see Carl Jung talk about how her um how her maturing like psychologically over that time that they were working together corresponded to the changes in these in the mandalas that she, that she was drawing and she didn't know they were mandalas she was just drawing them and bringing them bringing them to him that's weird yeah and but he but he talks about that he talks about people spontaneously drawing them um, and usually it happens when people are in some kind of psychological distress sure but it also happens with schizophrenics hmm. and that they'll they'll draw those things like crazy Okay, and and he's got the the pictures that this woman drew in the book in the archetypes of the collective unconscious. So as he's talking about these, you can look at them and you can see, you know, as the story progresses, how each of these pictures kind of uh, evolves. It's sure. really interesting, but it, it just reminded me of kind of noticing that in myself. Um, so anyway, I, I just was bringing it back to mandalas and in a way of trying to you know bring this one to a close, buddy. All right. Well, I just to talk about like thinking in images. Yep. Okay. Um, I I really do think that that is you know before we could communicate before we had words that's how we thought you know. Um, I just think no, that that's that's, that's, that's just that's go good ahead. that's a good point. Yeah. But but maybe deserves a little bit more time before we could speak. Um, when you say we we thought in images, I mean you're 100 percent right that our experience, all everything we know is is what we can see and yeah. hear. So you know uh, it would make sense that we would reference things we've seen, and and in our minds that would be some sort of a symbol. 
And that's how we're thinking in the beginning. It's sort yeah. of a representation of what we've seen. I, I kind of think that that's how... No, I don't kind of think that's definitely how babies are until they can learn to talk, yeah. you know? Um, and the the words as tools give us the capability to... Like, you have this simple, simple thought, this, like, visual image, mm -hmm. this, like, raw idea almost, you know? And then with these words, you can build all of this stuff around it and, like, make it so much more, you know? Um, so that's what I was kind of talking about with like, uh, you know, the, the lizard part of your brain is doing the imaging and then that higher cerebral cortex, you know, this like big frontal lobe is yep. filling in all of that extra, you know, giving mm. you all that extra stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's just what I was thinking about with thinking in images. So that's yeah. it. That's, that's it. interesting. That's all I got. Yeah. So I think, I think in a future podcast, I want to talk more about that, uh, that thinking in images. Um, and, and you might ask yourself this question, listeners, um, when you are, when you're trying to imagine something like uh, a cat chasing a mouse right now, when I say that a cat chasing a mouse, um, do you see that or, or, you know, is it, is it, is it more like, um, is it more like reading the words, a cat chasing a mouse, or is it more like seeing a cat chase a mouse? What's happening in your head when I say a cat chasing a mouse? You know, maybe maybe there are people that are that are th more visual thinkers. Maybe there are people that are seeing the cat, and then there are people that are reading CAT. I'm seeing Tom and Jerry. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> you know, little Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah, uh, are they Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Uh, Looney Tunes. I think that was Warner. Whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah. Who? What are we even talking all about? Right. Um, all right, guys. Well. That was a fun episode. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, kind of rambly, a little bit, and, uh, but that it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the next one we're going to bring you, I believe, is going to be part two, part two of the uh, of the you know the good old days, the good old days, the good good old days part two. Yep. So that'll be coming at you. Look forward to that. Maybe the not so good old days. We'll see. Uh oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, they can't all be pleasant. I mean, That's all, true. A lot of those childhood memories are pleasant. I, I tend to remember the happy ones anyway. Yeah. But it, does, it doesn't, doesn't stay that way. Yeah, you know. All right, guys. <laughs> all right, thanks for hanging with us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Auf Wiedersehen.